0: Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, come sail away with me. Ray had had enough. He was excited when James invited him to come on the trip to the island but james's behavior was ruining everything ray knew james's flaws but he thought getting away from their hometown to occupy themselves on official business would keep james's mind off of that woman ray was furious to discover that james without consulting him brought her along on the trip. Ray insisted that the woman's presence on the island, let alone in James's life, was non-negotiable. James knew that what he was doing was wrong. On the island, he repeatedly told Ray all the right things, making assurances of amendment and reform. Ray was a patient man, but James failed to carry out his promises. Ray had had enough and decided that the only course of action for him was to leave James and leave the island. When Ray asked James for permission to leave, James felt betrayed. How dare Ray have the presumption to leave the king? King James not only denied the request, but also threatened to put to death anyone who attempted to help Ray leave the island. Ray had had enough and he would not let even a king deter him from doing what was right and just. Ray and another companion made their way to the shore. Though the people at the port were sympathetic, they certainly were not willing to risk their own lives to sail him Back home. His companion had doubts that they could ever make it off the island. Ray was not disturbed by the king's order, retorting An earthly king withholds the means of flight, but the king of heaven will supply them. Facing the sea, Ray took off his large cloak and placed it on the water. Next, he placed his staff on the cloak, took one corner of the cloak and tied it to the staff. His cloak now served as both boat and sail. Ray's companion stood back in utter amazement as Ray made the sign of the cross and stepped on the miraculous vessel. Ray turned to his companion, beckoning him to come sail away with him. The companion, trembling with fear, refused to leave shore. Ray looked at his companion, disappointed by his lack of faith, then turned out toward the sea and pushed away from shore. On his miraculous vessel, Ray skirted around the boats that had refused him passage. The sailors aboard the ships lined the bulwarks to witness this marvel and cheer Ray on. He traveled on his cloak for six hours, covering 160 miles. When Ray finally sailed into his hometown, the amazed populace greeted him with acclamations. Ray was the confessor of the king, and the two had journeyed to the island to initiate a campaign for the conversion of the Moors. Ray's faith and actions that day moved the king. James mended his ways and experienced a true conversion. This was just one occasion when Ray proved himself a faithful servant of both church and country. By the age of 20, Ray was teaching philosophy at the university. At the age of 47, Ray Donned the Dominican Habit. He was a friend of St. Thomas Aquinas and was a great preacher who effected the conversion of many heretics, Jews, and Muslims. He would also serve as the confessor to Pope Gregory the Ninth, who gave him the task to gather all the scattered decrees of popes and church councils to form the decretals, which was considered the best compilation of canon law for centuries. The humble priest, who avoided positions of authority in his own life, but did not shy away from every opportunity to bring all men, including those in high authority, to follow Christ. Saint Raymond. Of Pena Fort. and for this week, that's the word. This story was suggested, sort of, by Tim and Maria, and Father James will need to explain that. Yes, so I got a beautiful gift from some parishioners of mine, and it is this image of a religious sailing across the sea on his cloak. I actually did not know who this was. I didn't think it was St. Raymond of Pennyfort. Or did I know it was St. Raymond of Pennyfort? They told you that it was St. Raymond of Pennyfort. That's right. They did tell me. But we didn't believe them because what in the heck is this? St. Raymond of Pennyfort is the patron saint of Canon lawyers. So I always imagined that he would have a book or looking like a judge, not fooling around at the sea. So thank you, Tim and Maria. Your gift led us to uncover exactly why St. Raymond of Pennyford was on the sea and it uncovered for us this beautiful story. I want to draw out a point regarding miracles. Miracles are here to deepen our faith and also to affect our conversion so that we can conform ourselves more closely to Christ. We see this in the Gospels and we see this very clearly here with St. Raymond of Pennyfort, he didn't just jump on his cloak simply to get away. He was the confessor of the King and he was fed up. In fact, the original name of the story we had given to this is enough is enough. He had enough. And so in his righteous anger and in his deep desire to save souls, this action of his was ultimately for the benefit of the king. And as we see, the fruit of the miracle was the conversion of the king. So that's something I think that's very important to keep in mind when we think about miracles and we think about the Lord working in our lives, just in the ordinary events and circumstances, that he is truly desiring our salvation. He's patient with us and he wants our conversion He wants us to be able to be fully conformed to him because he knows that will make us happy in this life and in the next. Now it's trivia time. Last story's trivia question was, What is Father Emil Capon's hometown? The answer is Pilsen, Kansas. This story's trivia question is, What book did St. Raymond encourage St. Thomas Aquinas to write? That question again, What book did St. Raymond encourage St. Thomas Aquinas to write? If you think you know the answer, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story at thunderrock.org, where you can see the painting of this story. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas like Tim and Maria. As the saying goes, a picture speaks a thousand words. A picture is worth a thousand words. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Thanks for listening and join us. (laughs) How did I mess that up? (laughs) Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.